When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, welcome to The Tint. I'm your host, Scott Bellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, one of the greatest artifacts, if you will, of our modern social media culture is the way we share our work. The social media that we have now have given us a tremendous vehicle to distribute our ideas and experiences to large numbers of fellow hobbyists with an ease that the hobbyists who came before us could scarcely even imagine. It's cool, it's amazing, and it's transformational. However, it's also created a sort of urgency to only share what we feel is our ultimate work, our very best. And that's a real shame because the work that it took to get the tank that you think might be your best may have been just as awesome in ways you might not even have appreciated at the time. The precursors to your brilliant tank could serve as an inspiration, a lesson for other hobbyists as they take journeys with their own aquariums. For every amazing aquarium that you create, it's likely that there are a few which came before it. Perhaps they weren't quite as amazing. Maybe they weren't all that impressive. Maybe uh, there might have been what you, uh, being your own worst critic, would call shitty. Yet each one provides a valuable experience for us and serves as a building block for the aquariums which follow. The lessons learned, the mistakes made, the problems overcame, all serve as valuable lessons and inspiration for others. And these tanks should be shared just as prominently as those which we feel are so amazing because they also teach a valuable lesson for hobbyists. Everything we do helps advance the state of the art in the aquarium hobby. Each new tank, no matter how awesome we or the world think it is, gives us experience, ideas, and inspiration to do other tanks that perhaps bring us even closer to the idea that we had in mind. And they can influence others to do the same. I can't tell you how many times I've done a, a thing or things which were based on some idea, some inspiration, or some thought that I had about how to execute an aquarium, which might not have gotten me there right from the start, but taught me all sorts of things along the way uh, to ultimately arriving where I wanted to be. And it often starts with a concept, an idea. The idea can lead to more of a fleshed out execution, bringing in other elements and influences until it gradually emerges into a more polished configuration and ultimately leading to the execution of the idea that we had in mind when the journey began. Now, often an idea will start based on something we see in nature, perhaps an element of the habitat that we like. Perhaps it'll dovetail with some sort of hypotheses that we have and lead to other executions that prove out the concept. Case in point for me was the evolution of my idea of replicating leaf litter beds in a leaf litter only aquarium that started out with seeing how, you know, at least leaf litter functions in the wild habitats that we love so much. And this was fundamental for me. It was really important. Started out with a tank with a little bit of wood, some twigs, some bark, and a layer of leaves. As I became more comfortable with the idea of a significant number of leaves, removing the extraneous material became a lot easier. Ultimately, I arrived at my leaf litter only concept. It just took a few iterations and steps. And of course, the idea of substrate centric tanks didn't stop with leaves only. I was experimenting with twigs and bark and sub soils and 
That led to further developments in that arena, more realistic executions of substrates to further the idea of biodiversity and function. The reality is that to get to the destination that we have in mind, the journey can be long, filled with twists, turns, triumphs, and dead ends and failures. But it's just that, a journey, one which is often as satisfying as the destination. Yet a lot of people want to see the aquarium get to that ultimate destination immediately and don't make the effort to share any of the iterations along the way with others. Heaven forbid we should show something that's not insta-ready, you know what I mean? I mean, why wouldn't you share these things? Why do we feel that we should only share our ultimate tanks, especially in a progressive, always changing area like the botanical style aquarium world? Why do people worry about this? We seem to think that we can't share the not so awesome stuff. People are afraid of what it'll do to their image or whatever. Yuck. I kind of feel sad for them. Uh, they need to enjoy it, savor it. Why do we as hobbyists not embrace and share this part of our aquarium's evolutions a little more wholeheartedly? And further, why do we dedicate so much energy to resisting nature's work rather than we do enjoying it? I was wondering if it has to do with some of the inherent impatience that we have as aquarists, or perhaps as humans in general, a desire to see the finished product as soon as possible, something like that. And there's nothing at all wrong with that, I suppose. I just kind of wonder what the big rush is. I guess when we view an aquarium in the same context as a home improvement project, meal preparation, or an algebra test for that matter, I can see how reaching some semblance of finished would take on a greater significance. Those earlier in-between sort of moments are not nearly as exciting as some perceived destination or outcome that we have in mind for our tank. We have an idea in our head of how it's supposed to look, and to many, anything that falls short of that is just a phase, I suppose. Yet those phases, those stops along the way, often yield interesting lessons for us and ideas for others. We have to share them. And we need to, once and for all, ditch that idea that we need to be finished. If you look at an aquarium as you would a garden, an organic, living, evolving, growing entity, the need to see the thing finished becomes much less important. Suddenly, much like a road trip, the destination becomes less important than the journey. It's about experiences gleaned along the way. Enjoyment of the developments, the process, in the Botanical Style Aquarium, it's truly a dynamic and ever-changing system, an evolution, a process, started by us and assisted by nature. Every stage holds fascination, just like it does in the wild habitats that we covet so deeply. To not allow an aquarium to evolve, to not trust nature to help take it from idea to microcosm, is not to allow oneself the opportunity to witness firsthand the wonders of the natural world and the incredible promise, tenacity, and beauty of life underwater. Be kind to yourself in your aquarium. Be patient and enjoy the journey, all of it. Share the building blocks along the way with the world. You never know how your incremental step, the one that seems like a sort of boring little change, just might be the unlock, the inspiration that some other hobbyists needed to get to their ultimate goal. Stay brave, stay diligent, stay persistent, stay curious, stay devoted, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Tenant Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tenant.